Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And on this one, we are going to go to Linville, Tennessee, and we're going to talk about some Angus cattle. We're going to talk about a program that has started up and just really gung-ho and done a lot of very good things here that uh, they are building on a lot of cow families, building on a lot of herd bulls and things. And so they have started having a sale and offering those to you. And I am on the phone with a guy that I met uh, a few years ago and I met him kind of when he was getting ready to get into this program and he says hey I'm Jason Upchurch and uh, I'm going to start in with Ingram Angus and we're going to try to start doing some things and so been talking to him some at different times at at different sales that we see him at and tried to get a a podcast put together with him last fall but couldn't get things put together so Jason I want to welcome you to the podcast here and we're going to talk about the Ingram Angus sale and that production sale is going to be coming up here very quickly on November 12th there again in Linville, Tennessee. And Jason, appreciate you coming on with me here on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on and look forward to uh, bringing to light some of the things we're doing here at Ingram Angus. Just hopefully everybody enjoys the time to talk about our upcoming sale and and just uh, maybe some history of, of how we got started in the business. Sure. Why don't you start right in with that history uh, again? We met, uh, was that out at Pasture View out in, in Illinois? And that's been well, that's been quite a few years ago, six, seven years ago, something like that. And you walked up and introduced yourself to Dad and I, and we sat there and ate lunch. And, and you said, hey, I'm getting in with Orrin Ingram, and we're going to try to get some things going here. So how did that start, and how did everything take off? So I met Orrin uh, probably, in the, I think it was in the fall of 2015. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a, a cattle operation, actually, down in Kenansville, Florida. Runs uh, commercial cattle there, and he come to me looking for a source for Angus bulls and that's kind of how I got to know him and kind of really hit it off and realized that we had a, a common denominator was we've seen cattle alike and you know we really like cattle with really high phenotype and, and functional cattle and uh, th- those are the kind of bulls that we were looking for him to go down to work for him at, at his place there at Escape Ranch in Kenansville, Florida. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how we got to know each other and uh, he came to me one day and said, hey, you know, I'd like to have some cattle to raise my own bulls. And he said, hey, I'm a pretty busy with my business. And, you know, would you be interested in kind of having some cattle on partnership? And just kind of happened. Uh, one of those things that not really expecting and, and things, but it kind of all come together. And now that I know Warren, I realize that a small idea never stays a small idea very long. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, right. So those ideas turned to reality pretty quick and and we did that we did buy some cattle there in the fall of 2015 some you know really high quality females Mm -hmm. and there shortly after he calls me 
and says, hey, I've, I've bought some property and we got room to buy some more cows. And I'm like, well, that's really good. And I got thinking about it. You know, hey, uh, we're, we're going to need we're going to need some help, you know, as many cattle as as he's thinking about uh, acquiring. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really in a position to, to move to Tennessee. I actually still reside here in Alabama and mm-hmm. uh, run my own cattle operation. Angus cattle. So told him, I said, let me make a phone call. I think I know a guy that would be really good fit for us to kind of carry on. And I made one phone call and I, and I called uh, David Cagle. Mm-hmm. So make a long story short, we're all partners in this deal together. So David's there, he and his family are there in the Pulaski Linville area. And we've grown quite a bit since fall 2015 and, and moving into 2016 by the time all this come about. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a, a background to how we got started and, and how we all come to know each other mm-hmm. through the cattle business. So. Right. And you say, David, he's there more of the day to day with the cattle and, and taking care of them. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, you know, we've got a great crew there that, that's there with David mm-hmm. on a daily basis and, and everything. But we're all in this together as partners and, and we all help each other make the right decisions and run things by each other mm-hmm. to make sure we're keeping each other in check, so to speak. <laughs> Right. And it seems like, and, and it sounds like, and, and I know you get to go on the road quite a bit uh, and, and go around all the sales and, and select these cattle that you guys are going to bring back. Yeah. You know, that's one of my roles, I guess, is to go to a lot of the sales. Uh, you know, anymore, there's so much travel involved and uh, things pile up on the same dates. And David goes to quite a few as well. But one of the main things I do is get out and uh, go to these sales and, and look for these high quality females that they were able to bring in, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's one of the really good things of the business is to get to see the people. Right. It's a great breed to be in. You know, you know, there's so many good people and lifelong friends that you get to see it traveling to these things and uh, quite an enjoyment for me to be able to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of those that sometimes you go to, you know, you're not going to buy anything, but you just want to go see everybody and, and talk and uh, eat well and maybe, maybe drink well as well. (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right right so jason uh before we get too much farther why don't you introduce your family my wife is definitely my better half uh brianna upchurch Mm -hmm. is her name we're actually high school sweethearts go back a long time and uh, she grew up in the same town as i'm from and we married in 2006 and uh, now have two sons i have a nine-year-old camden which he's looking forward to being old enough to go to some of these Angus shows now, mm-hmm. and I've already been showing some. And my younger son is five, Bryson, and they're both farm boys at heart and just share the same passion as I do with these Angus cattle and really just enjoying uh, that, that part of having them around and, and teaching them some of the things that farm life's all about, you know. Right. Now that they get to go to the farm with you much when you go up? They do quite a bit. Now that school's in, they, uh, right. they kind of frown on that a little bit that they don't get to go Uh, if it was up to them they'd they'd do the cow deal every day and they're back in school now and and, uh, having to do that route so right i get upset when i gotta go to school too instead of stay home work cows (laughs) that's right they'd definitely be rather be (laughs) hands-on right right i totally understand that so uh anything else we really need to say about oren and and how he got started and things like that I mean, I probably covered it pretty briefly, but, you know, one thing about Oren is he's a fast-paced guy. Mm-hmm. He enjoys high-quality animals. I mean, he's into everything as far as retrievers to foxhounds to thoroughbred horses. I mean, he's kind of got his 
hands in a lot of different, different avenues there. But, mm-hmm. you know, when we first met, I really didn't expect him to have as much knowledge of genetics as he was. I had had no idea. Mm-hmm. I know him breeder for a lot of different things, but that made the path a whole lot easier for me as to at the startup. He understands genetic variations and that part of it. Mm-hmm. So it really just took off fast pace once we got going. And he's the type of person that's got the drive to have the, the best that we can possibly have mm-hmm. and, and have those in quantity for people to come use us for a source uh, for breeding stock, no matter if you're looking for females or bulls. Right. And uh, that's been a, a really good thing for David and I to have to push this thing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys talk about the genetics that you guys know and, and know a lot about. You started out and, and you were in the bull business and, and in some other herds and, and bringing those up. So you had it together as well. And, and so it sounded like it just was a good mesh and, and a good move. Yeah, I just think it, it clicked. And, you know, some things I think happen for a reason. I, I think that's just one of those things. It was just kind of meant to be. And with David and Ord and I all together, it's uh, I feel like we're good match for each other. And we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. And it's really a good, a good team, in my opinion. Yeah, and when, when we get into this sale book, you you guys should, should be able to tell that uh, these guys can get it together and, and know what they're looking for. And they've brought in some of the best in the business here and, and some of the best cow families. Just when I was looking through the, the catalog, you you find cow families like the Madam Prides and, and the Black Cap Mays and the Implanets and Dixie Ericas, uh, the Ritas, the Black Caps, the Lady Standards. Let's not leave out the Elbas and, and the Donnas. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just brought them in you know when we started this thing we did start with a, a long-term plan mm-hmm. and uh aimed this thing for it to be in business for a long time and and explained to Orin that i felt like these cow families are the way to go they've stood the test of time many of these and to me they're genetic tools that kind of get you there mm-hmm. and you can you can do that with a whole lot less problems or surprises so to speak right. you know if you kind of know the history behind some of these cow families that we brought in. Uh, I think you realize that we kind of have a plan to have high maternal cows with high phenotype. Right. And that's what we built the whole thing around. Some of them are more maternally bred and Mm -hmm. uh, some of them are are bred more for grow and numbers. But what you'll find, and I hope you find as you go through the sale videos and our website or wherever you're looking, is that you see a common denominator of really elite, high-quality phenotype and you know not such a phenotype that's competitive in the show ring so to speak but just a functional real world phenotype that makes cattle functional and profitable right and uh, that's kind of how we based our breeding philosophy around is no matter the hype around us or anything if, if the cattle truly don't work in our environment or our realm of breeding philosophy then we kind of just choose not to go that route so right right there was something uh, is it on your website about chasing fads and things that fads will come and go but quality will stick around and has to stay yeah you know I mean, i've followed this thing this thing and been in it for a long time and <laughs> i kid with my kids you know i said don't be like your your dad when i was in the fourth fifth grade i was toting angus journal to school and <laughs> getting in trouble for for doing that instead of doing my school work so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but you know i mean you think back to the early 90s and things i mean we've seen a lot of trends come and go and seen a lot of people come and go and Mm -hmm. i just rather make the commitment to do this thing long term and and do something we believe in i truly think that we've gone that route and kind of stuck to our guns on on doing that 
Right, and I believe so. And let's not hold them out anymore. Let's kind of get into this sale and talk about these cattle. I actually have a book in hand that you guys sent. Okay, good. They can also find the catalog where, Jason? So you can find it on our website. We have a mm-hmm. IngramAngus.com mm-hmm. is our website, and you can find it there on our sales page. Mm-hmm. You can go there and find it. And it's also on the sale books page at Angus.org. Mm-hmm. We've got our videos are done there at this time. Maybe by the time this thing airs, they'll be out. I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys can, can find the videos there in the same places that you'll find the catalog. So Right. Or watch them on the podcast video as well if you're not Absolutely. doing that. Absolutely. So, yeah, and we'll, we'll flash them up there as, as Jason talks about them, and you can see those videos of what these are. Again, Ingram Production Sale, November 12th, and that's at Linville, Tennessee. Linville, not very far from Nashville, right? No, it's just a short hour south. If you uh, come, come down I-65, be looking for exit 22, and then we're just a few minutes off of I-65, so it's relatively easy place to get to and very convenient. Friday afternoon sale and then shoot just go to Nashville on Friday night and and hang out there and go to the Deer Valley sale on Saturday yeah yeah and uh, don't leave our our friends out over at ZWT on Thursday they're having their sale right and should mention after ZWT sale everybody come on over to uh, our pre-sale dinner on Thursday evening at 6 p.m. and join us there at the sale facility for a meal provided by the Hickory House there in Pulaski which if, uh, if you've ever been to the Hickory House, you know it, it, they never disappoint. I've never been to the Hickory House, but I know Hickory eating, and uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan. We may have to we may have to see if we can come down on that one. So yeah, yeah, uh, I hear you. Yeah, that's great. And if you can't make it to the sale, you guys, there's a lot of consultants in this thing. Uh, a lot of the livestock publication representatives that you guys can get a hold of. Also, you're gonna allow the the bidding on live auctions. Margo's gonna be there with you guys as well to to bring that to them. Yes, for sure. Anything we can do to assist anybody that can't be there on sale day, then feel free to reach out to any of us. And we've worked with all these consultants and Jeremy and Kurt with the hall and Mm -hmm. Jeremy will be there on the block and things. So reach out to any of us. I think there's a lot of uh, professional opinions there listed throughout that get a good bird's eye view and get a good feel for what the animals are. So. Right. Yeah. And one other place that they can see some things and get a hold of some things. Uh, you guys have a Facebook page that you're you're really active on. I've been seeing quite a few things here the last couple of weeks. Yes. There and, and Instagram. You can follow us yeah. on, on either of those and kind of have any sale updates there throughout the sale process. So feel free to check out that as well. Right. So a lot of different ways that you can get a hold of some information here, but we're going to go through the book. So if you've got your book, why open it up and man, what a way to start here with the Madam Prides. Jason, just tell us about these. Yeah. So lot one and, and one A both are out of SAV Madam Pride 0244. She was a private treaty purchase from Kelly Schaff there at Schaff Angus Valley. And 0244 was a member of Three Flush Sisters, and 0244 is actually the one that Kelly would have kept an interest in with us in partnership. Another member of that Flush of Sisters would be the Dam of SAV Renovation. So uh, really proven pedigree, proven dam, one of our very best of the Madam Pride cow family. But we feel like this new generation of Madam Prides is really elite. Lot one would be sired by the SAV bloodline, she'd be one of the first bloodlines that I know of that's that's been offered at auction. Mm-hmm. So be on the cutting edge here genetically, but 
what I love about this heifer is just every time you lay your eyes on her, she's just getting better and better. Massively made, long spine, really soft made, big sweeping rib cage. But then when you get up front, it's just, she's so smooth, flat shouldered, mm-hmm. and just really, really cool necked. Just going to make a beautiful cow. And we were putting this thing together and we were going back and forth whether we should offer this one or not. <laughs> um, Orton was kind of questioning me on this a little bit, but uh, whether we should sell this one. This one's really, really one that if we're able to acquire half of her after this sale is over with, we're thinking can really make moves with her. 1721's just been one that has caught my eye since, since she hit the ground. But this one's an elite level female for me. Mm-hmm. So definitely check this one out. If you're interested in producing highly maternal cattle with some grow and some look and some longevity to them, this one's as high as they can get on my list. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the 1A, you know, is awesome as well. You don't see many president females as smooth shouldered and just maternal fronted as, as you can make one. I mean, this one, this one's powerfully built, big top, big rib, just going to have an awesome udder. She's a bred heifer that's going to calve in January. And you can already see that teat placement's just going to be just ideal. Mm-hmm. This one is outstanding, in my opinion, as well. Mm-hmm. Wherever she goes, she, she needs to enter an embryo program and is another one that could put you on the next level, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, just two awesome maternal sisters by the 0244 female. Density 0075 on the bottom side, one by bloodline and one by, by president. Mm-hmm. Right. So you tie up a whole lot of really good cow families in each of these pedigrees, combining black cap may, emblemet, and 075, and never hurts to have a dose of density in there, in my <laughs> opinion. Right. Yeah, they got the, the look and, and the pedigree. In. And make note about the uh, exciting uh, mating that, that'll be out of 1-8 by the sale topper scale house mm-hmm. out of last year's shop sale that I believe was acquired by Voss Angus up in Iowa. So that, that'll be an exciting calf, uh, bull or heifer. It'll be a herd changer. Right. Absolutely. They do not want to miss that. And, and you want to talk about one coming from families, check out this lot too here. Well, this is another <laughs> one that that I may get in trouble for. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we made the commitment to offer our very best that we could offer. Mm-hmm. And we try to do that uh every sale to offer some really really elite ones and uh, 6618 which is lot two is is a half interest only kind of female but she's made strides in our herd i mean she flushes really well you study her phenotypically she's just so wide based wide pin big topped sweet fronted maternal fronted Mm -hmm. Um, when she's wet she's just absolutely awesome uttered feet and leg structure just incredible uh, I can't say enough good things about 6618, but mm-hmm. we've done really well with this female, and I see a bright future ahead of her. But, you know, you study her pedigree, and you got the Emblemet <laughs> 5483 on top of, you know, she's a direct daughter of 075, which, you know, we could talk all night about what 075's done. But right. I just love 6618 and how she stamps her progeny. Just one of the really elite cows of the whole herd, honestly. Right. You go through our, the donors and, you know, everybody's got their favorites. And this cow is definitely rises to the top really fast for me. Right. By sure production. And she come to us as a heifer selection out of the 2017 Shaw sale. Mm-hmm. So she didn't come to us as one of the famous cows that had produced 
whatever sire or whatever you know right out of, out of kelly's herd she she kind of had to earn her own stripes mm-hmm. amongst all the competition and even with all that being said this cow just just still hits me hard and you know really excited all for this cow and find hopefully have a partner that sees as much value as we do because we feel like this cow's got a lot of life left to her i think she's a breed changing kind of cow right i absolutely agree yeah, and if, if nothing else, her brother's kind of shaking things up in the breed here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you'll see in this in this offering what America has done, you know, for us. Yeah. Just a, a cow family that just doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into some of those Americas here later, uh, yeah. later on down the way here. Yeah, so what a very nice offering there, just a one and two to, to get it started off. So. Yeah, yeah. And you'll see in the lot three and four, direct daughters of 6618, just young two-year-olds, awesome first calves, by, both by plus one. But you can just see the the production that 6618's put through these daughters and then onto these progeny. So there's no doubt in my mind that there's so many matings that'll work on 6618 and even these 316 daughters, you know, more Cavanese bred. But just look at the power that they, they've transmitted to their progeny. Mm-hmm. You know, I always like to look at these heifer calves as well, and the the three A and the four A man, they're powerful, uh, very very nice heifer calves. Yeah, yeah, they are really bold ribs, sweet fronted, you know, big hip kind of deals. And I'll make mention all all our spring born heifer calves are halter broke. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing we try to make every effort to produce cattle that work in every way, and even down to the, the disposition. These they'll be quiet to work with, and trying to make every effort to to make it uh, as good as we can for whoever buys their cattle from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How nice is it to have those halter broke ones that if you may not have the greatest facilities where those cattle are stored at, why you can get them, get them in a little bit of a pen and throw yep. a halter on them and treat them and, and be done with it. Yeah. I'm not as young as I used to be. So I'd rather, <laughs> right. I'd rather have a quiet one than have to have to worry about one. So that's, right. uh, that's what these will be real, real quiet for calves and, uh, you know, even if you found one that you'd want to show, she'd be pretty much ready to go. So. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good cow families, we go back here, we we go into the black cat maze. Yeah, this lot seven, this is the only flush we're going to offer in this sale, but she's kind of special to us. She's out of our uh, jointly owned 8961, which we own with Boss Angus in Iowa. But this heifer is by renovation, so she'd be a full sister to Jesse James and and then our outlaw bull that would have highlighted our spring sale this year and just a tremendous young female that we see rising to the top pretty fast in the herd and 8961 I mean anybody that tours our place you start seeing 8961 tags quite often she's just a really prominent cow for us that's produced tremendous cell toppers but this female is one we've kind of laid our hands on and said hey you know this this could be 8961 replacement mm-hmm. kind of a unique deal everything that's going around with this renovation 8961 deal in our fall sale last year a full sister would have would have topped the sale Voss Angus would have purchased 0607 and then Jesse James doing what he did in February selling to our neighbors over in Georgia at, with the Cowboy Logic Group. And then Outlaw would have been our top selling bull mm-hmm. of our spring sales. So 8961 is kind of making making her stride. Sure, and yeah. uh, not only in our herd, but in other herds. And I think this 9220 female is one that, you know, could be mated a lot of different ways. But she's much like her mother. With I think she'll transmit just 
tremendous power, tremendous look, and tremendous maternal capacity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and just keep carrying on with that cow family and, and doing yeah. great things. It's kind of one of those lots we'll see who's paying attention because I think this <laughs> one could be really, really special for somebody. Yeah. So we've got a couple of them there in the 7A, 7B, 7C. Yeah. Out of that same cow. So all those are going to go within that lot. A lot of opportunities if you haven't uh, tapped into 8961. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunities here, in my opinion, that can take programs to the next level. Mm-hmm. That 7B heifer, that America is just tremendously big-bodied, made much like her mother, just big, big, bold, growthy kind of female that is going to be uh, one that will raise tremendous herd bulls. And the emblem female, is, I think, in time will, will make one of those cows that you're kind of looking across the field. The, the guy with you is going to say, who is that, you know, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just going to be one of those kind of front pasture kind of cows. And 7C is, you know, by bloodline, so kind of some of the freshest genetics out there right now that these bloodlines are starting to make some waves. I think a, a bloodline out of 8961 could be a next level kind of female mm-hmm. for a lot of programs. And don't don't overlook 8A and 8B or kind of out of some 8961 females that were kind of holding back in the herd and, and u- utilizing those cows. But uh, eight days by Renew, and Renew's, you know, just done an excellent job for us. And I, I'm hearing a lot of good reports from other parts of the country where their bulls are kind of showing up and being some of the top bulls in people's programs. I'd really encourage you to take a look at this lot, 8A heifer too. She's just tremendously powerfully built, big bone, going to be a, a tank of a female. And then the 8B is... These extensions, uh, I can't say enough good things about them. They're, they're so maternal and uh, really good uttered. She's kind of got a lot of good things built in her pedigree. She'd be double-bred, black cow made mm-hmm. out of a really good Charlo cow that we've chosen to hold back there. So two more really top prospects that descend from 8961 and those 8A and 8B females. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got some other black cat maids back here, lot 10. Yeah, Tim's one that uh, she's from a, one of my favorite cows of the whole program, 1442. Be a flush sister to resource, full sister to uh, renown. Just one of those cows you can sprinkle FSH on her and she, she makes tons <laughs> of embryos. She's one of the most fertile cows we own. This Tim, this America heifer of hers, I think will be made a lot like 1442. Really long spine, balance made, big ribbed kind of female that's going to make a tremendous bread. She, she's a fall yearling, so she'll be ready to go right into breeding this fall and get mm-hmm. get to working on her. But uh, I think this will be a tremendous donor for whoever ends up with, with her. But 1442 is just one of those cows that doesn't miss. And uh, America combines... 4136 and 075 and who's going to argue with that that that's not just going to make a tremendous cow right right and she has absolutely got the look to do it as well yeah tremendous female there uh we get back in 11 11a lot 12 also black cab mace (laughs) yeah Everybody's going to think, God, he's got all, all these lots are his favorites. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> They should be, right? This set of bred heifers is the best we've ever offered uh-huh. um, from top to bottom. And 66.45 would be the dam of 11 and 11A. She would have been one of the sale top females of the 2017 shaft sale. One we went after really hard, and she's been one of those cows that we never disappointed that we got her. 
the 11 is a direct dollar of, the, of renovation and uh, as complete a bread heifer as you can make. Really balanced hipped, uh, long spine, just sweet fronted. I mean, th this one in production, I guarantee you will be outstanding. Uh, mm -hmm. She's she's definitely going to be one. I think somebody could could uh, flush and make a next level kind of donor from her. Bred a calf in January to Atlantis, so that'll be exciting mating. Atlantis calves have been have been good for us, and and she's a direct daughter renovation, granddaughter of forty one thirty six. So the recipe's there mm -hmm. for this one to to go somewhere and do a tremendous job wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. The eleven A is uh, territory out the same cow sixty six forty five. This one really shows the consistency of this cow. I mean, she's the same way, just long neck, real maternal fronted. Uh, real flat hipped. I love how this heifer's tail head just stays down low and just really balanced made throughout. Both of these females, I think, will just be tremendous. And especially on this 11A, makes a really unique deal because Emblanet 3293 would be the dam of, of territory. Combining all that uh, in on top of 6645 is just going to be kind of a home run kind of deal. Mm -hmm. She'd be bred to the really popular bull, Coleman Triumph, and I think that'll be just an outstanding mating on, on that heifer. But there's a lot to be done with these two. I'm very sincere that I, I feel like these two can go on and be tremendous females for mm -hmm. whoever chooses to latch on to them. Right, and we've got another territory here in the 12. Yeah, yeah, we've dug in on this territory deal because they're, they're really legit. Um, but this one comes from, a, from another donor that... Uh, we're really high on 8568 would be a maternal sister to the quarterback bull. She's sired by Charlotte. Actually, at the sale we we bought 8568. We Ord and I were, were out in the pen. Just we just kept walking this heifer. I mean, she's just one of those just catch your eye every time. She's one that hasn't disappointed either. This territory heifer is one that you can't put any more body into one as, yeah. as she's physically got. She's just. A big tank, moderate frame, big top. You know, not the most pretty fronted heifer that we got. I'm, I'll be the first to admit, but when you see her in person, you'll realize how three dimensional she is. Mm -hmm. She's just got as much rib as you can physically put in one, and still sound as can be. She gets out and walks really well and carries herself well, and and uh, th this one will be a tremendous cow when she gets of age. Absolutely agree. Yeah, twelve be one of my favorites too. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now wait a minute. I got a star here on the next page on this uh, on this lot thirteen here. Yeah, we kind of loaded this thing up. Thirteen would be a kind of a cow we we've used as a donor. She's a direct uh, daughter of fifty five thirty. She would have been a selection of the two thousand eighteen sale and flushes really well. And and look who she's bred to. I mean, mm -hmm. this could be this could be lights out mm -hmm. on this deal, this renovation mating on down seventy two sixteen. But but one that's just a true growth cow that puts a lot of phenotype into her progeny. She's produced well, and uh, one that we're, we'll definitely continue on with. But felt like we needed to offer as best as we we could possibly put in, and it's hard to find these fifty five thirty daughters anymore. And I uh, feel like this is this is one of the best daughters of of that cow out there. Mm -hmm. Going to offer her up as well. And another favorite one here, we go to a different cow family here. We got the Implanets on the Lot 14. Yeah, this would be the first offering of 8821, which she's a direct daughter of 2369. 
which would have produced Bloodline and Emblem and many other sires. Uh, Ajax would be a flush sister to 8821, but another young donor just doing a tremendous job. The 14 would be another territory daughter, just tons of rib, tons of tons of look and just a real maternal look in, in this heifer. It shows that I kind of like this one quite a bit. We we put the half interest deal on her. Somebody wanted to double up, they could, but mm-hmm. uh, we, we see a lot of future in this 14 heifer. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit of cow power there and from a cow that we, we think a lot of. So we would move forward with this heifer too if uh, if we were able to keep half of her, but 14 would be a really, really uh, five-star kind of female in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 14A as well, uh, you know, buyer renewable. We flushed that cow that way, and and uh, boy, does does he add some growth to him? I mean, this female's just flat good, just square hipped and big bodied and cool fronted, and just got a lot of good things to say about these are new cattle. And, and then being a granddaughter at 2369 would never hurt anybody as far as marketability. I think uh, what we're seeing out of Bloodline and what's coming out of 2369, there's definitely a lot of a lot of cow power to go with this female mm-hmm. right and these implements keep right on going for the next couple pages through this catalog yeah uh, 15 and 16 to be a pair of flesh sisters that to us are the, the kind of females we like and want to produce they're both by rainmaster be a bull that we would have bought uh in conjunction with abs he'd be a member of the charlo 41 six flush mm-hmm. sold that year and just look at the females that this bull's leaving us i mean they're Ballots made, they're consistent, they're long-bodied, they're big-bodied, and just so cool-fronted. And um, they just do tremendous jobs with their calves. And I just see these cows being really good cows and potentially uh, donor cows for, for many programs. But but these uh, don't don't miss these cows because they are flat good. Mm-hmm. And they, they keep right on rolling back here. Um, yeah, and then we, we go into the Elbas uh, in the next couple lots here, starting about the 20s, 21. Yeah, 0522 is kind of a cow that people know us by. She's a cow that when we were uh, looking to starting Romangus, and she had been, I think, on the second round of private treaty donors that we would have bought out, out of shops. And mm-hmm. 0522 is one of those cows that uh, kind of have a funny story behind. And uh, David and Orrin and I were riding with Kelly through the field, and uh, it had been a long day of looking, and everybody's kind of getting tired. And, of course, I'm – I'm still gung-ho, ready to keep looking, you know, however long Kelly wanted to show us around. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say 0522 is a good 500 to 700 yards away. And I said, Kelly, uh, what's that cow over there? And he says, oh, that's, that's just a group of recents, Jason. I said, there's probably nothing over there you'd want to see. And I said, well, Kelly, I do. I think I see a cow over there. I want to go look at it. And uh, ends up being 0522. And uh, before I got out of the truck, Orin uh, made the comment. He said, this is going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get out of the truck. I don't say anything. I make a complete circle around this cow. And 0522 is just standing there. I mean, just mirror image of the cow that I've always dreamed of owning, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really balance made, jack neck, perfect uttered, perfect footed. Just a cow that I truly love, you know. Right. This, right. this cow just don't miss. So I, I couldn't go without telling that story about about <laughs> finding 0522. But Lot well, 21 would be an emblem daughter of 0522. And mm-hmm. I see her just being a mirror image of her mother. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, real complete ballots made, just cool fronted female that I think will be a kind of a herd bull producer. Mm-hmm. 
and she she as well is bred to renovation, which could be a, a lots out kind of mating, but uh, 0522 is just, just a cow that doesn't miss. And, you know, one of the exciting lots of the whole offerings is 21A. It'd be a bloodline ET calf from 0522, but that one, combining all the cows in that pedigree, just, just think of what that calf's going to be. Right. But it's up, it's a late August born calf, and it's, boy, it's a, it's a chunk. We, we wouldn't have got the video that uh that calf but uh mm-hmm. you'll see it at the sale it, it'll stand out to you mm-hmm. yeah you can never go wrong with an elbow right yeah <laughs> we love good tories on on uh before the bid we love it when <laughs> oh yeah we just kind of found her under the brush or something like that so <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know what it was but kelly didn't want to show me that cow but <laughs> i i tell everybody i spotted that one a mile away <laughs> <laughs> got a good eye good eye from jason oh Church. anybody could find that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we found another set we got the donnas here for the next couple lots yeah yeah uh yeah 23 is a really unique pedigree here uh direct daughter of 6143 by right now you see that america heifer calf she's she's raised just a tremendous female here that the cow needs FSH. The cow's safe back to bloodline and things, but just a really efficient sized, uh, real maternal fronted, big bodied, really good uttered cow there in 23. Mm-hmm. Just look at that well of an America heifer calf at the right. side. So, yeah, th- this sale's just loaded with good, young, productive cows that haven't missed right in production for us yeah and just they just go on and on and on through this yeah. catalog <laughs> yeah we this i'm telling you this this is you know i think this may be our sale that we kind of maybe overdone it a little bit there's a lot of really good cows in here right yeah, yeah. when you get done you're like whoa what, what are we going to do after this so uh, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure i'm sure you've got an idea but uh man this is well we want we want to put our best foot forward and right you know we're fortunate enough to uh do a lot of embryo transfer and and uh kind of produce uh, several progeny from these donor cows and it's not just something that we're making one or two out of we want to mass produce these things but them be consistent and really high quality right That'll lead us into another cow family, the Dixie Ericus, here in the 27s. Yeah, this young female here, too, you know, just uh, raised her first calf as territory effort calf. Just, just tremendous. This quarterback cow's, you know, just really balanced made. A little more power, a little more size in this cow. Goes back to an old pedigree, this EXT 6807 cross that, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, just never misses. This Dixie Eric cow family has just been so consistent. Followed it for a long time. This is a good young cow. And this heifer calf is, is just tremendous. I can't say enough about the job that Territory's done for us. And uh, he's one that just stamps them every time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of longevity and cow families that keep sticking around here, we got the, the Lot 28 to Ever Hill Intense. Just, they just keep sticking around and, and being yeah. very, very good cattle. Yeah, here's one that I, you know, I'd like to spend a little time on. She's just overdone herself, honestly. This one is tremendous. This cow goes back to the old 1905 cow, way back down in her pedigree. If you if you followed Angus genetics, you know, and you've seen the job that this 1905 cow family has done. And this 7621 female has just been tremendous for us. A lot of people that's come through, this has kind of been the pick of the the whole deal for them is in this 28 cow mm-hmm. just tremendously maternal made long spined beautiful fronted perfect uttered good footed cow that just hadn't missed uh, you see the 
the heifer calf at side uh, by territory again. This heifer calf is just lights out, just big gribbed, maternal fronted, just like mom, maybe a little more power than mom's got. What's really exciting about this 28 cow is I hate to get us off off pace a little bit, but it's flip over there to lot 102 bull. Mm -hmm. And you see that that was the first calf this, this cow has raised. And he tremendous. Mm-hmm. Just uh, a 316 son that we can get into later. But mm-hmm. this 102 bull is for real. He's a purebred bull kind of quality that can be a herd sire kind of deal for a lot of programs. But this 28 cow is just an elite prospect of the sale, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're there at our sale, make sure you, you go in the pen that 28's in. I'm, I really think a lot of this cow and, and this cow family. Better just plan on spending quite a bit of time looking through these, you think? Oh, yeah. You know, the, <laughs> the quality is deep. Just because they're number whatever in the book doesn't mean, right. doesn't mean anything in this offering because it is maybe the deepest offering of females we've ever offered. Right. Uh, we got the Lot 30, the Isabel. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a different division. Direct daughter of Y69 by 1682. She's a joint venture cow. We've, we've got some really good partners on this cow. Josh Krause at K Farms and, and the KL3 Farms there in Missouri. This cow just does it all. I mean, she's got the cow family. She's got the numbers to back it up. If, if you do a lot of sorts for, for proven dams with uh, these kind of figures, and she'll show up pretty quick through the EPD sorts and things. But throw the EPDs out of the picture. This is a good she, cow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she's just flat good. Right. Good-footed. Good uttered, real balanced tipped. Uh, I love these 1682s and the look he puts into them. The functionality she's got, the power she's got. She's just big boned and and uh, just transmits quite a bit of genomic capability too to her progeny. This is a big time donor here, and we've done quite well with this cow. Mm-hmm. Right, and you talk about the, the genetic ability that she has and and how stout she has. We'll look right across the page there on the 30B and the what she's the highest numbered female uh that we've got in the book yeah this would be a the highest dollar c female we'd offer in the deal and another half interest uh with the option deal here but we feel like this no doubt female may be the best female we've produced out of e239 mm-hmm. 97 on weaning uh 173 at a year 0.83 on marbling over a one on ribeye 202 b and 348 and then she's built like a truck I mean, you, you don't find many females with this kind of rib shake, this kind of true muscle with those kind of figures. Mm-hmm. This one's definitely an elite level mm-hmm. kind of female that can uh, put you generations ahead with, with what she, what all she combines. Right. Absolutely agree there. You want to talk a little on uh, the lot 32? Yeah. So 32 would start a, start a cow family as a... We highlight ladies. Uh, 1333 would be a private treaty purchase we would have purchased from uh, Chad Ellingson at Ellingson Angus. Mm-hmm. 32 would be a direct daughter of that cow by playbook. And uh, this female would have had a full sister that would have sold to EZ Angus in California back in a, a couple sales ago. But this 1333 cow just flat just gets it done. With mm-hmm. When you talk about combining phenotype with elite kind of caliber epds and and keeping them real world uh you know 1333 would be one of the the cows that you'd go to if, if somebody gave me that scenario 
uh, what they were looking for. So not really a wide known uh, cow family, so to speak. But, mm-hmm. you know, when we'd kind of done our research on there with Chad and Stetson and Ellingson's when we were kind of looking through some of the cows there, there'd be possibilities to uh, purchase from them that had kind of produced a couple herd sires that they had used and seen prosny from even those herd sires and prosny from these donors and 1333 just one of those cows that doesn't miss mm-hmm. yeah and she's got a couple progeny in here and in her influence kind of goes through the the next few lots there yeah yeah the 33s would be out of a out of a uh, 7053 cow that we had flushed uh, uh by no doubt uh, back to 1333 and then 34 would be a no doubt directly out of 1333 so you know a, a bred heifer that's uh kind of Checks all the boxes over over three hundred dollar C, high on dollar B, and just real balanced and and just a tremendous female, uh, bred back to iconic. So I uh, just think of the genetic merit that's going to be in that mating. Mm-hmm. Right, and we roll on with Ellingson here. Stay with that breeding here in the lot thirty five as well. Yeah, here's another classifies my favorites. <laughs> um, this uh, we got to narrow down to what fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Uh, the front half of the book basically <laughs> all the females but <laughs> um this this 2181 bell's girl cow family would have come to us as a pick of the cow herd from ellingson's that we would have purchased oh i guess uh, the years get away now i guess that would have been 2018 mm-hmm. that we would have done that and then uh, made the pick in 2019 2181 anybody's followed uh, ellingson's bull sale produced many top selling bulls there but i went to ellingson's to find a young donor that kind of built up from out of ellingson's and just couldn't figure out which one to go with there were so many choices there within chad's herd but many of them were direct daughters of 2181 Mm -hmm. there was a flush of advanced daughters which one of those advanced daughters that was in that mix would have produced uh since then Ellingson Badlands, which is a really popular bull that may have been the top selling bull in last year's bull sale that mm-hmm. uh, I know they've used extensively there at Ellingson's. But 2181 kept showing up, and even the ET calves. I mean, there was a flush of Rider Prides directly out of 2181. It was just drop dead good out of mm-hmm. out of this cow, and I kept going back. Well, she's eight years old, you know. She's blah blah blah. You know, we got we got a nursing home already of donor cows, you know. Right. We just tend to find these old proven cows, and that's kind of what we want is kind of pick something that we know has got a proven pathway. So mm-hmm. so that's kind of how the cow come to us was the pick of the herd. Mm-hmm. And this profound daughter is tremendous. She's built just like her mother, long spine, big-bodied, maternal neck. I love how she moves out on her feet and legs, and she's really, really functional, uh, really balanced set of EPDs. And uh, kind of different, you know, everybody's kind of chasing the same rabbit, so to speak, with the pedigrees of this day and time. I think this cow family's got a whole lot of merit. It kind of goes along the same lines we've done with this 1333 cow family. Mm-hmm. Injects tremendous phenotype with a really balanced, functional set of EPDs that uh, a guy can move forward with. And we feel like this 1131 heifer can kind of go on and, and be the same thing that her mother and her sisters have done there mm-hmm. for Ellingson's. Mm-hmm. Selling a half interest in that one. Yeah, she's one of those deals that we'd love to, to work with somebody with on and, and kind of make this one famous because I, I think she's she's got that kind of value. Mm-hmm. Right. Jump over to the 37. We go into the Rita's here on these. 
Yeah, I keep talking about all, all these Prosny's mothers, but I believe you got to stack good cows on top of each other, mm-hmm. and uh, you never miss that way. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I do that. But you know, another no doubt daughter, but out of sixty four, sixty six, that another young donor that kind of made her way. This cow's just made a tremendous flush out of these no doubt sixty four, sixty six. And our spring sale with a full sister would have sold for fifty thousand up uh, to our friends there uh, with uh, Dustin Kittle there at Columbia Springs. This 0467 heifer is just powerfully built, big bodied, got a tremendous look to her. You look at the figures on her, she's over $300 C, win $68 B. Yeah, I love the balance in her, in her phenotype and her EPDs. I think you never go wrong with balance and cattle with look and tremendous power like, like this one has. And I just see this one headlining uh, somebody's program and really moving forward with this female. She's she's going to make a tremendous donor for somebody. Right. Yeah, and the, and the cow family influence goes on through that lot 37 with A and B. Yeah, these, these enforcers, man, they, get, they got some look to them out of this cow. I mean, really balance made, big bodied, balance tipped. Uh, again, just 64, 66 is a cow that – that I believe in and many people that tour find this cow and they say, who is that? You know, and we kind of tell the story, but we would have, <laughs> we would have purchased uh 64, 66 as a bred heifer from crazy K. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually on the day that uh, David and Jamie got married, I, I was over at the, at the crazy K sale while they were at their <laughs> wedding. And I was kind of pumped up about this heifer. And <laughs> I mean, she, she kind of hit me hard when, when I first saw her. And I was calling Ord and David and telling them how good this one was. Hoped that we could afford her. And uh, we were we were able to that day. And, and uh, sure glad we did because she's just been a flat good producer. Right. We roll on more with some, some Rita's and, and got Deer Valley thrown in here just a little bit uh, on some of these. Yeah, like 38, you know, was a, a tremendous hometown. A female with some bouts and some power out of a young power play donor that we think a lot of back to 5063 and and back to uh, 1564 but this female would be close ranking to the you know one of the higher numbered ones in the sale over a a 1.3 marbling deal there over a one on on ribeye and was it 336 dollar c yeah you know and have that much look i mean that's that's what we want you know if we're going to breed a high epd when we want them to have some look to them and uh I think this 9016 female has, has done us a good job with this this hometown heifer here in 38. No doubt heifer here in the lot 40. Yeah, another one that you got to talk about the cow before you talk about the heifer because she's anchored by a tremendous female. 5426 is a uh, you know a flush sister to uh, the Tex Playbook bull. Mm-hmm. Just a, a cow that. Uh, Produced tons of embryos for us, and and we've done well with 5426. But this, this no doubt heifer is pretty special. Another one over a one on marbling, uh, $320 C. This one's just flat good too. When you start picking her apart, phenotypically, you know, you don't find many holes. She's big bodied, tons of muscle, and really maternal fronted. And a no doubt daughter that that's moderate on birth weight. Sometimes those kind of test up pretty high, but this one's pretty balanced all the way throughout. So. I think uh, I think this one will be one that uh, that the guys will find here with the figure she's got and the quality behind this one. Mm-hmm. No doubt's doing a, a nice job in in the sales across the country as well, topping a lot of yeah. those sales. Yeah, uh, definitely a a huge customer success kind of a bull there that Altus put out. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Better talk about the dually here in the Lot 41. Oh, yeah. You're talking about a truck. This one's a truck. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just powerfully built, big, bold hip, balance level hip, bred back to uh, iconic. So, you know, that'll be an exciting mating as, as big and powerfully made as she is. I think uh, I think that'll blend right in real good on mm-hmm. her. And another uh, maternal sister of hers, another no doubt, but another high marbling heifer. Uh, really high dollar C female that uh, the guys will find when they start sorting these things out. She's got a tremendous power and look to her as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Roll on through the the black caps. We got a little more back through here in the in the forties, the forty fours. Yeah, yeah. One we better go back to is this forty two heifer. Okay. Yep. You know that uh, power play heifer directly out of eighty one ninety eight. Eighty one ninety eight was a uh, a female that we. Uh, we would have purchased from EZs there in California. Another big time marbling female over a three fourteen dollar C. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. these power plays are, have been really good. They're a lot of deep centered body to them. They're making really good cows. The ones we have wet are tremendous. Uttered. I really like this forty two heifer quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go now? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Just like well, you keep uh, leading them. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, these lady cow family, like uh-huh. in the 45 deal. Right. You know, 116 would be one of them breed icon kind of cows. And right. We were fortunate enough to kind of get her out of the very first land sale. Right. That, uh, right. Fred and Glenn would have had, I think she was a lot one female that year we bought her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but starting out, that cow family, we, you know, we couldn't do it any other way. But with these 116 progeny mm-hmm. and uh, this jet black female, boy, she's, if if you like them with high phenotype, man, she's she's one that'll hit you hard. Mm-hmm. This forty five heifer is tremendous, bred back right to uh, back to iconic. So calve out early, you get a tremendous prospect there and that, and then you can go right away to the, to flushing on her. Yeah. Then forty five A and B are just two tremendous ET calf prospects that one by iconic. So that's exciting, and that is a tremendous calf. I mean, just a lot of early growth, big top. Stout made one there, and same in this identified. That identified semen's hard to get, and it's it's sought after, and rightly so. They got tremendous pattern to them, and I think identified on top of 116, the pattern 116 puts in these cattle is is like a cow like no other. She just does it every time, and I think if you dig through these progeny, you'll see the impact that 116's making on our herd because she flat gets it done mm-hmm. i strongly encourage you not to overlook these young et calves 45 a and b because they are some of the top prospects of the sale in my opinion mm-hmm. right and with a with a genetic background to to go through them yeah i knew i knew yeah. we wanted to hit those ladies i didn't want yeah. to skip over them because i knew glenn was going to have us if, uh, <laughs> if we yeah did. he'd get his feelings hurt <laughs> yeah. he'd get his feelings hurt but uh, but yeah. it is rightly so i mean this lady deal it uh, it keeps putting them out, you know, powerful phenotype, powerful numbers, and just tremendous cows. Right. And you know, forty five C is another no doubt female, but mm-hmm. this so five oh seven one, she's she's one guys are gonna find just almost the one on Marblin right at three hundred dollar C. Uh, she's got the recipe to, for somebody to go next level with that one. This forty five C heifer is tremendous. The 46, I mean, as far as, as phenotype, I don't know how you'd draw one up any better. Mm-hmm. She'd be a 116 granddaughter by 8210, which 8210 come to us there through Lentz, through one of the foundation uh, fundraiser deals that uh, that Orton was, was uh, supporting and uh, mm-hmm. 
boy, we got a heck of a female out of that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the 8210 would have went uh, went to Wall Street uh, as a selection out of our very first uh, production sale. Mm-hmm. But this that newly female is tremendous. Big, big body, big hipped, bred right back to uh, rawhide say, yeah. with sex heifer semen. So oh, wow. uh, guys, guys will get a really good package right there in yeah. that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we go over to the lot 47 here, 47 to 48. Uh, yeah. Good page there as well. 47, uh, what I was saying is it goes right back to 116 again. But by uh, the 7131 would be another one of the top pay weight 1682 females that we'd have there. Uh, she'd be a joint venture female that we'd own with Frank Brumfield mm-hmm. there at uh, Brumfield Angus. And, uh, and now Kevin Gallagher would be there uh, assisting Frank in his program. But 7131 is, is one of our, our favorite cows as far as this lady cow family goes. Just tremendous body, tremendous maternal look, tremendous growth. This 47 heifer just is built just like her mother. Just powerfully built. Going to have a tremendous udder under her. Bred right back to exemplify. So uh, mm-hmm. Glenn would be real happy with yep. us on that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No. Uh, this this forty seven A deal this identified again. Uh, we kind of chose to go back and acquire some of that semen and and had some particular cows to use it on. And and seventy one thirty one would be one of those cows we kind of had thought about on that. But uh, that heifer forty seven A, she's just got cow written all over her. Uh, high marbling cow, minus birth weight female, so kind of unique in that aspect. But uh, a lot of mating flexibility there. Moving forward with her will be be really really something to uh, keep an eye on at 47A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the same uh, cow family, this right. this 48 deal, mm-hmm. uh, we would have just updated this uh, 7801's picture. And uh, we didn't have that picture taken when we put the catalog together. But, I mean, she just knocked it out of the park. She come in there, and it took like a minute and a half to get. It was just one of those deals uh, meant to be kind of things. But I think she's one of the strong uh, lady cows that we have, this iconic calf. It'll go into play on her uh, genomic EPDs this Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've already seen the rankings. And it'll be one to watch because I think, I think she can hit it pretty good. So don't miss this 48 deal because it's, it's out of one of our top cows and, and, uh, and iconic. It's knowing the things he's doing. Uh, it's going to be an exciting day when uh, we see what she does on Friday. So. Mm-hmm. And you keep talking uh, about don't don't worry about where they're lotted at because uh, there's good ones all the way through. We got Henrietta Prides back here in the in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How yeah. Do you do that. You know you can't you can't deny the Henrietta Pride and what they've done and the fifty and, and fifty A deal. You know sixteen twenty five ranks as is the number one ribeye cow in the breed and uh, mm-hmm. a cow that puts a ton of look into her prosny and. Produce top-selling females for us, the dam of these heifers. And just a cow doesn't miss. Cow puts a lot of numbers and a lot of look in them. So she oh, yeah. she kind of qualifies as to me as one of the high-ranking cows of our lineup that puts the numbers and the phenotype right where you want them to be. Shoot, yeah. Look at the look at the ribeyes in in those two in the fifty and the fifty A. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that hometown. You know, yeah. she's over a one on marbling and over a one on ribeye. Yeah. Um, you know, Cavanese package, and uh, what else could you ask for? Six forty-three T, kind of anchoring the whole yeah. deal right there in the background. So yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer. Uh huh. Right, <laughs> right. 
and we uh, we finished with those Henrietta Prides here. Uh, as far as as far as that that section of the sale, yeah, yeah, that division. There's there's plenty to talk about, and we did skip over some lots that deserve some time. But uh, I hope that's a representation of the depth of the you know the production in females. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tremendous offering, right? And you guys want to be able to serve everybody. Uh, because you've got tremendous, tremendous females up front. We've got some tremendous bulls that we're going to talk about here uh, in the back, and, and you guys have a show heifer division as well. Yeah, you know, that's something we started doing. There's there's so much phenotype that we've built into some of these cows that uh, we kind of said, you know what, we can make some really competitive show heifers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of, you know, what we've done, and we've, we've been selling some of these on uh, Angus Live, Mm-hmm. on some online sales and we've had tremendous success with doing that and uh, we had quite a few springborns this time so we thought you know we might as well make a division in the book and and uh, kind of let guys see these things in person while they're on the place and and uh, that's kind of how uh, how all that played out but uh, yeah that here's five prospects that, that I think could go and compete at any level mm-hmm. um Whatever division that you want to show in, uh, these things are halter broke. Their hair is in good order, you know, but what's really unique is they can do all that. And, then, you know, most of these things are anchored by some pretty outstanding right. cow families. So when their show career is over, you've got something to kind of make you another one out of. Right. And uh, potentially make some bread and owns for some for some families. And, you know, we've been doing that with my son and, and things here at home and, and been real successful with that. But Oren's made the commitment that we want to – you know, if you're in the Angus business, then Ingram Angus can be a source for you. Right. And uh, never do we take any division lightly. And we've got tremendous confidence that families can come get these things and, and go compete because we put a lot of time and effort in planning these matings and, and selecting these cows that they're out of. And I think there's tremendous quality in these females. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said. You can turn around and make, make cows out of them because we're not, we're not talking about unknown cows. We're talking about the Elvis and the Donnas and the Henry yeah. and the Prides and – and the Rita's, I mean, you show heifers out of those, and yeah, these guys take them home, show them, and turn them out. You'll notice we've used a lot some of these extension daughters, mm-hmm. and uh, not only have we used them with success, and and ter- you know making tremendous phenotype. I know like Cal Conley and uh, Oklahoma has used that bull and been successful and sold some some really high selling females out of that. So mm-hmm. I think there's some pedigrees here that you know deserve some some look, and again, just have. Tremendous phenotype and, and uh, can be on the competitive edge at whatever level you want to take them to. Right. Another division you guys have, you got a heck of a bull lineup here that uh, we need to take a little look at here in the, the Lot 59 we start out with within America. Yeah, you know, this set of bulls is, is uh, tremendous, and we got uh, we got all these donors and a lot of these direct sons. And there's bulls in here that qualify for uh, make herd sires for purebred breeders, whether you're Angus, semi-Angus, or whatever breed you're in. There's, you know, there's some really high-quality bulls selling. And, and this, this 59, you know, is right out of the queen, the queen herself, 8961, mm-hmm. um, direct son of America. Uh, big powerhouse bull here. He's he's moderate framed. He's probably a five and a half, six kind of bull, but he's just got tons of mass, tons of body, tons of real red meat, like like I like to see in our in a true herd bull. Just huge testicled. This bull just he hits a lot of home runs for me, uh, both off off a of pedigree, line bred black cap may. Mm-hmm. Uh, never hurts to have a shot of old seven five. Mm-hmm. 
So you can just imagine the females he's going to make. But, you know, you can look at him and say, boy, he's he's a man among men. He's, he's just that good, in my opinion. But uh, it'll be interesting. You know, he's got the he's already got the commercial of uh, Jesse James and Outlaw being his maternal brother. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's sired by America, which could be next level that, uh, you know, the industry hadn't discovered yet. Right. He's quite a unique individual. Right. Absolutely. And uh, we got another one here, the, the lot 63 in this Black Cat Mace hit. Yeah, you know, there, there's a flush of these these brothers. There's four of these, 60 mm-hmm. through 63, that just shows the consistency that we strive to produce. 1442, as I mentioned when I was talking about the lot 10 heifer, she just doesn't miss. And it doesn't mean just on females. I mean, the bulls are just outstanding too. But 61, 62, and 63 are all just powerfully built, big topped, huge, deep flanked. It's just hard to describe. Uh, how good these bulls are if you see the videos there they're just just tremendous the the 60 bull maybe uh you know a little bit more like uh, like mom a little longer neck uh, longer spine kind of bull but just tremendous but 63 is the one that i probably favor the most of the flush but uh they're all just uh, tremendous flush of bulls mm-hmm. more america's here 64 through 66 yeah yeah i mean america's done us a good job and you know, 64 would be out of 0491, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the dam of SAV Catalyst and West River, uh, both uh, both bulls at Gen X, so maternal brother to, to those bulls. And the 66 would be out of a direct daughter of 714 by resource. And, boy, he's, uh, he's a really good individual, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, these, these American sons have, have just done really well for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got some territories here in, in this flush. Yeah, you know, uh, this 67-68 deal, uh, territories out of uh, one of the old Madam Pride cow families, uh, 82-83, just a Bismarck cow, it doesn't miss. Done a heck of a job with those those individuals. 69, you know, you can't go without talking about him. He's just tremendously big-topped, very expressive in, in muscle expression, big testicles. He's out of the lot too, damn. So it just kind of shows you the, the quality throughout, no matter what she's made it to. She just stamps those progeny. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Seventy-two would be another one I'd point out. Be a direct, uh, direct son of uh, the five-zero-six cow that was a lot one uh, purchased from Voss Angus in spring sale. Mm-hmm. Kind of a Cavanese type bull, just really long spined, uh, big testicled, uh, heavy muscled. So far, with the Cavanese kind of high elite kind of herd sire prospect, he he had kind of hit the mark for the for the Cavanese version. Right. Absolutely. I agree on that one. I want to go back here to the 70s, uh, 74, 77. we got some emblems here. Rainfall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the emblems, you know, uh, a, a bull with a little more scope, a little more look to them. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to uh, inject some uh, performance, maybe increase frame score just a little bit, these bulls would flat do it. And all these bulls are from top cows. Uh, all of them are donor cows. Product of the et program and uh, just high quality high right. quality bulls there so. good good mating uh, on those again we talked about a hoover no doubt a couple of those earlier and, and how much uh storm they're making here on the industry we got some some no doubts here on 78 through 80. here's a really special division of this bull sale is 78 through 80. Mm-hmm. all these i, I feel are Kind of unique individuals being more on the moderate birth weight side of, of being uh, no doubt sons mm-hmm. and uh, back out of that 64, 66 cow that spoke about being the cow that uh, 
we found that Crazy K and the Bread Heifer Division there in that cell. Really unique, high marbling, high dollar seek with a lot of grow. All that being said, that's all great. But then when you look at them, you know, they're, they're big body, heavy, expressive uh, muscle dimension in these bulls. Excellent feet. And I love the testicle size in all three of these bulls. Mm-hmm. I think all three of these bulls are really high caliber, purebred candidates that uh, they could go on and, and make moves for other programs. Right. What other bulls we got we need to talk about as we go back through here? Kind of a power-packed offering. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably need to mention this 81 bull, be a direct son of the E239 plus one. Mm-hmm. The cow's feature is lot 30. That's a really powerful bull. You need to inject some, some more growth, more size. Uh, this this bull kind of checks a lot of marks for three PDs and just a tremendous prospect. 82 and 83 are both... Uh, pair of flush brothers we got many flush brothers and maternal brothers in this offering mm-hmm. for uh, for guys wanting to put together these uh these brothers to go out and, and uh, breed their herds with to make consistent uh feeder calves with but uh these uh these bulls are by the 1333 cow by plus one another uh prospects to inject uh, tremendous growth and carcass traits in into the, their programs mm-hmm. 84 another uh, highlight lady cow goes back on the bottom side, 78.65. Another high marbling Cavanese type bull there. Mm-hmm. Just a tremendous set of these uh, plus one bulls there in them, in them four prospects. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, mention that we do have a, uh, a set of these 20 month old bulls. Right. They, they kind of pick up here, page uh, 67. Mm-hmm. So, lot 86. So, we do have some age advantage bulls mm-hmm. uh, for, for guys. Maybe turn them out on bigger groups of cattle or needing to cover more ground, but we do have some some older bulls to offer mm-hmm. in this in this offering. So we always get calls in the fall. These guys needing some needing these bigger bulls for cows, and uh, yeah, <laughs> we're usually out. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of market for those bulls here in the fall and and the bigger bulls. So yeah, yeah. Let's not finish this up before we talk about the the 102 bull. Yeah, 102. He's a pretty special candidate. This bull, he's close to the top, if not the top top bull we've we've raised it in your mangus. I just I love this how square hipped, how wide pinned he is, how big footed he is. But in the Cavanese package, he's so good in his front one third. I love how deep and massive he is. Hopefully the video is playing there and you see how sound he is, uh, how sound made, and, mm-hmm. and uh, how he gets out and moves, and those those hawks are flexing and. You study the cow, you study the pedigree. Uh, I I really feel like this bull is just pretty special. And uh, this bull, I think, will be a breed true. These 316s have been really consistent for us. We've, we've had huge success with 316 back across many matings. And uh, I, I feel like this this bull here is is one of the true breeding bulls that we've we've been able to produce here at in your mangas yeah absolutely uh what a what a good one there jason anything else any anybody else that maybe we skipped over anything else we need to uh, we need to hit on we could we could go on and on i mean <laughs> 103 <laughs> is a huge huge uh candidate by stunner and so was mm-hmm. uh 104 is another one of my favorites back out of the, the same cow that made uh the lot 12 heifer mm-hmm. i'm sure we've missed something uh as far as uh, being a highlight, but uh, there's if there's anything we can do for anybody to help assist, or if you have questions, uh, we're we're one of those people where we're 
really good 101. <laughs> you know, we, if you want to call us, uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're willing to talk about any of these cattle and, and uh, want to put every customer in their best, uh, best foot forward as far as selecting the right genetics for their programs. And we want to see our genetics be successful in right. the programs. And right. uh, that's, that's one thing we strive is we want to, we want to service our customers and uh, see that uh, every investment, every dollar spent, is uh, spent in the right places at Ingram Angus. Right. Yeah, and you guys have, have gone out and, and, as we've talked, brought in some, some very, very, very top-notch uh, Angus genetics and, and Angus cattle that, uh, again, now you're now you're going to turn around and offer these and offer a great set here on, on November 12th there in Linville, Tennessee. So, Jason, man, uh, what, a, what a program you guys have. What, what a sale you guys have lined up here and uh, – Man, uh, just really want to want to wish you luck here on November twelfth. Well, I, I appreciate it, and thanks for having us on. And uh, been something I've been wanting to do for a couple of years, and appreciate you uh, helping me out with with doing this. I'm definitely not a public speaker, so <laughs> <laughs> no. And I appreciate it. Yeah, what did we try? Was it last year or something? I don't know. We tried one or two times, and every time I got a hold of you, I'm I'm on an airplane or getting on an airplane. Yeah, or I, just <laughs> yeah I find in. myself in these airports pretty regularly here lately. But, uh, so, but yeah, it was. Uh, I think our timeline was kind of short on that deal, yeah, and uh, yeah. uh, sure, sure glad we got to put it together this time because boy, it's a it's a pretty special offering in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe the best we've put out so far. So. Absolutely. Can't go wrong going down there to uh, Linville, Tennessee on November 12th. So, again, Jason, appreciate it, man. Want to wish you luck on the sale, and uh, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.